And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Hello, everybody. This is not Brandon Rhymes. As you know by now, we have different voices and we don't appear. We don't look anything like each other, but we know each other. That's my boy, Brandon Rhymes. And when he's out of town, he'll ask me. I don't know if I'm the fifth pick or the 10th pick or the first pick. I'm not sure, but it seems like I'm in here quite often filling in for Brandon when he's out and about. He's in California. This is Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon uh, today, and uh, we have an exciting show today. First of all, uh, we have three guests. Two of them are in studio. Uh, we have Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. Greg, what's up, brother? Hey, glad to be here. Ian. Doing all right? Yep. Doing great. It's a good time of the year for you, ain't it? It is. This is definitely our busy time. It's hot out there. It's hot. It, it is very hot. Yeah, I got a funny feeling we're going to break records this year. Yeah, phones are ringing. Yeah, go Doesn't heat. Stop, so. Go heat. No <laughs> doubt. We have Scott, uh, Scott Maurer. Maurer, yep. Maurer, okay. Is that, is that how the baseball guy spells it? It's not how he spells it. He left out an R. Okay, yeah. yeah. He spells it wrong then, obviously. He did. From Advanta IRA, and I'm going to pick your brain a little bit because... Uh, I'm probably like 95% of America. I don't know anything about IRAs. That's You know what? You're right. You're like, yeah. most people don't know much about IRAs mm. and very specifically what we do and, and people putting their IRA to use outside of the stock market. Okay. Well, we're going to get to you guys in a second, but we have another special guest on the phone, uh, Ben Schachter. Ben, how you doing, brother? What's going on, Ian? I don't think you're fifth or sixth string. I think you're first string, Brandon. I hope so. Well, Brandon might tell you first string, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't trust anybody. I'm just here to help. I'm just here to help out. That's that's it. Uh, so uh, Ben is a South Florida realtor. Uh, he's really created a system for all the realtors and allows them to uh, really get in contact with with each other. So it's pretty much networking, correct? Well, Total Brokerage is a uh, software platform, Ian. Uh, we created it uh, because we are a brokerage company, and we've grown so frustrated with how limited the real estate software platforms are out there for both agents and brokers alike. Uh, Total Brokerage is a complete end-to-end -end online solution, and I uh, look forward to telling everyone about it. So what do you think you offer? You said you guys had something that everybody needed. What do you guys offer that everybody else wasn't offering? Well, Total Brokerage is a mobile responsive website. And it allows agents and brokers to do everything in their business in one single platform. It is a CRM, Customer Relationship Management. We help them keep track of where their customer leads are originating from. Could be people walking in or calling into their office. Perhaps it's Zillow or Facebook. We help them manage those leads through nurture and drip campaigns, sending out gentle touches to stay in touch with those customers. Uh, when it is appropriate and the contacts are ready to actually do business, buy or sell a piece of real estate, perhaps lease something, we will transact the entire business for them by turning the customer's contact information into a transaction, uh, which means we'll populate all the state of Florida standard purchase contracts, listing agreements, the state of Florida Supreme Court lease, because all the data we've been building in the CRM can then populate into the purchase contracts, listing agreements, etc. Uh, we will help them with a calendar integration function to keep track of their respective appointments, as well as all those critical dates in the transaction, perhaps deposit deadlines or home inspection deadlines or listing expiration deadlines. 
We'll help them with all their communications. It does have a fully integrated email platform to stay in touch with their customers for one-off emails, as well as the mass marketing group campaigns. Uh, one of the areas that realtors really need help with is accounting to keep track of all of their operational expenses so they can achieve maximum tax deductions, which our friend from the 401k will probably want to talk about a little bit further. However, uh, we help them keep track of every single dollar they spend, right from the cookie baskets and the postcards all the way through the lock boxes and the classes they take uh, so they can allocate certain expenses to each transaction to keep track of their actual costs to adjust their gross income to their net income, which helps them come tax time. We'll help them through full e-signature because we have a fully integrated e-signature module in the system where they can sign all the documents. They can email them out to their customers who are remote out of town and have them electronically sign on any mobile device that they wish. Uh, and then it'll help them with the compliance. Chapter 475 of the Florida Statutes is where we are regulated in our business, and there is a specific compliance protocol that we have to follow. Helps them keep track of all the necessary documentation and how to store it as required by state law for five years. Uh, and then, of course, we'll follow back up with another drip campaign post-closing after the deal is done, thanking them for their business mm-hmm. and staying in touch with them for their next round of uh, purchases or sales. Well, you're talking about Florida Realtors. You know, you are based in uh, Boca Raton. Uh, you went to the University of Florida, which my daughters went. I uh, did some uh, real estate brokerage there, and we're here in the Bay Area. You're talking about real realtors in anywhere in Florida, correct? Well, we actually provide total broker service anywhere in the world. Uh, our biggest contingency of customers is here in the state of Florida because the company was launched here by Florida Realtors for Florida Realtors. However, uh, we have customer accounts in about two dozen states across the nation, as well as Mexico and Canada. Because it is an online platform, we can help brokers and agents anywhere that they do business to help them facilitate their careers in a more effective uh, and convenient manner. Total brokerage software. Uh, ben, how do people get in contact with you? Easy. Totalbrokerage.com. My personal direct line, 561-302-9117. That's 561-302-9117. Or best yet, totalbrokerage.com. 24-7, we have instant messenger chat, toll-free numbers. We even have all of our pricing available there. Uh, we even offer a couple free months upfront promotion for uh, members of this show who listen in because we want them to have a chance to see the product and we know they'll love it. Awesome. Ben, we appreciate you, brother. Totalbrokerage.com. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Ian. Have a great day. Best of luck, everybody. All right. The same to you. Uh, it's hot all over. It's hot all over Florida right now, whether you're in Boca or whether you're in Gainesville. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's talk here to uh, Greg Bowman, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. That's the name of your company, the AC guy of Tampa Bay? Yeah, that's correct, Ian. No. Uh, yeah, when we named the company, I was thinking uh, I wanted to make it something that everybody could remember. And, yeah, it's you pretty, know, it's pretty easy. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. You AC guy of Tampa Bay. That's pretty exactly. darn easy. How, yeah. long, how, how long has this business been around? Uh, we established the business in 2009, actually right in the middle of the recession. Uh, I had been working for some other companies, and um, you know, the, with the economy going down, um, I actually decided it was a good time uh, when most people thought it wasn't a good time to kick off a business. Um, we decided to do it and, and got it going. Well, air conditioning in Florida, is it recession-proof? Uh, probably. It's still, I, 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 it's still, you still you, need your AC. Yeah, you, you, you gotta, you yeah. gotta have it. Actually, in the middle of recession, um, you know, air conditioning doesn't go away. People still need it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it was the kind of business that, um, yeah, it, you gotta have it. Period. Yeah, can't live without it. Now, uh, Scott Maurer, 
right? Mauer. 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 Joe, like Joe Mauer. Like Joe Mauer. Okay, yeah. it's pronounced the same. It's he's just spelled different. Yep. So it's messing me all up. It's like uh, Ian Ziering. It just can mess me up because it's, it's Ian. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Uh, Advanta IRA. Um, I have an IRA. I have 401ks. I have everything. Is there a big difference between IRAs and 401ks? A little bit. Um, Explain, please. Yeah, sure. I, IRAs are individual retirement accounts, and you can have your IRA and place it with whatever firm you wish, whether that's a brokerage firm like Charles Schwab or whether it's a company like ours that you're going to invest in real estate. But IRAs are individually created. You you put your own money into it. A 401ks uh, and their counterparts, 403bs, 457 plans, are employer-created retirement accounts. So uh, if you work for a Coca-Cola, IBM, whatnot, they, you have a 401k through them. They You not only put in some of your salary, the company a lot of times uh, will match a part of that as well. But 401ks, when you leave an employer can be rolled over into an IRA. So you so they, they a lot of times they can be mixed. It's just usually mm-hmm. you don't mix your IRA into your into your 401k but vice versa. Well, when I was in the NFL for a while, um, I remember when Sam White was our coach and this is when they first started the 401k. And I remember Sam White said, "We're starting a 401k program. You know, I suggest everybody gets involved. You should look into it." So I look into it and I believe it was we put down 7,000 and they put down 10,000, okay? It's a pretty good deal, right? Oh, yeah. It's a pretty darn good deal. So I remember Sam Weiss going in front of the whole team and saying, we have a dozen people that didn't do this. Uh, if you don't do this, you're not intelligent enough to play football. And you should be cut. <laughs> That's what he said. But if you really think about it, you put in 7000 and your company's going to put in 10000 That's That should be a no-brainer. It is. And a lot of times it does depend on the company. Obviously, mm. you work for an employer who yeah. was given that full match. Um, now the, the amounts are you can defer up to 18500 mm-hmm. of your salary, and a company can match up to 25% of your compensation to a total of 55000 So the, the amounts are a lot higher, but if, mm-hmm. you work, if you work for a company that's giving you, say, they're going to they're gonna match the first 5%, that's free money. You, put it, you defer at least 5% of your salary, the mm-hmm. company's going to put in another 5% on top of that. It's free money. You got to do it if you, got, if you have that opportunity. Got to do it. And from what I hear, the NFL now is putting in twice as much so these guys yep. are, are really really banking that, that's for sure they are i mean good I mean, for it's, them. it's good, good, for, good retirement plan good for them i mean i i like the fact that those guys are being prepared for, for life after that that's for sure now um being here in florida like we were talking about before uh an, an air condition is not really uh, an option okay i'm i'm initially I'm, I'm from montreal canada okay so that's a long way north i'm gonna tell you i never had air conditioning in my house or my car. Did you see how many deaths were in Montreal? Right. There was a bunch of deaths because it's, it's Florida hot right. and people are actually dying. Yeah. I mean, do you see, is there still, do we even have deaths in Florida anymore because of heat? Everybody's got to be somewhat prepared. Yeah, I believe so. Um, you know, I know that, uh, like, for example, during Irma with mm-hmm. the power outages, there were deaths related sure. to lack of air conditioning. But um, for the most part, you know, I don't think we see that like you would in other parts okay. of the country. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Ryans. We have Scott Maurer from Nevada IRA and uh, Greg Bauman from the AC Guy of Tampa Bay. We're going to pick their brains a little bit, so don't go anywhere. Ian Beckles will be right back with you. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. 
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Ian Beckles filling in for the great Brandon Rhymes, who will be back. Uh, should be for next show, definitely. Uh, so I'm sitting in for him. Real estate quarterback show. Uh, normally I'm on 102.5 The Bone. If you get up early in the morning, I'm on from 5 to 6 a.m. Uh, with Slater. And then on Saturday, I have a show with Ray Lampy. Uh, flavor of Tampa Bay. Then on Sunday, the Ian Beckles show is from 11 to 1. So on every day for a little bit on the bow, 1025. And uh, that's the flamethrower. You know what that's all about. Now, uh, let's talk to uh, Greg Bauman from Bowman or Bauman? Bowman. Bowman. Yeah. Like Scotty? Yeah. Are you related to Scotty? No. <laughs> you wish you were related to Scotty. You get some good tickets, that's for right. sure. The AC guy of Tampa Bay. Now, we were talking during the break about heat versus humidity uh everybody always talks about arizona having dry heat uh we do not have dry heat here in the bay area we have a whole lot of humidity correct how does humidity affect the air conditioning as compared to just straight up heat it really has a huge impact Uh, my wife and i were actually at dinner the other night and she was telling me that you know she prefers to go to the gym in the evening because the gym she goes to is one of those 24-hour gyms she said it's a whole lot more comfortable at night than mm-hmm. it, when she goes in the morning. And she's like, I don't understand that. It's a 24-hour gym. Why does it feel more comfortable at night? Um, and it's really humidity is what that difference is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't have anything to do with temperature. It's because in the evening, because the air conditioner has been running all afternoon because it's hot outside, it's really pulling a lot of moisture out of the air. So in the evening, the humidity levels in the gym are lower. She doesn't sweat as much. She's more comfortable. Uh, early in the morning, you know, the the units have been pretty much off all night. Mm-hmm. The humidity has built up in the gym. She sweats a lot more. Um, so humidity really can affect your comfort level in your home. The same thing can happen in a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes in the morning it might feel less comfortable in your home than it does in the evening. People mess around with the thermostat to adjust that, and it's really not the, the temperature that mm-hmm. they're, they're dealing with. It's the humidity. humidity. And we have a huge problem with that, you know, because our, our humidities here are typically... 60 70 80 percent all the time outside 100 percent. is it higher anywhere else um south south florida might be a little you bit think? more i don't um, know yeah. <laughs> i've been to miami i'm yeah. telling you the humidity is worse here right? than yeah. it was in miami yeah, yeah. it's pretty darn bad yeah. now does that the does the your air conditioning sense humidity though it definitely it pumps harder it, with humidity well what it traditionally no the the, the traditional air conditioners uh is um, centered around a thermostat, simply temperature control. Mm. Um, newer air conditioners, though, are really designed to do a better job of dehumidification. Um, there are thermostats available now that will measure both and adjust the air conditioner performance to compensate for better humidity removal. Um, there are new air conditioners out now that are they have what's called an inverter in them. Uh, it's a lot like a dimmer switch. If you think about a light bulb, uh, your traditional air conditioner is like a light that you turn on or you turn off. Mm-hmm. Uh, some newer air conditioners now with the inverters in them are like a dimmer switch. They start from zero, go all the way up to 100%, all the way back down. 
uh, so they can modulate when the when it's not as hot out but the humidity is still high they mm -hmm. can slow down and really suck the moisture out um, so there are some options of things that can be done to, to eliminate that they should just follow me around and see how much i'm sweating because i'm pretty <laughs> a very good gauge at how much humidity is out there right. now scott mauer from advanta ira um once again i'm like 95 percent out there who have no idea about iras i know about money being put in and it's for later on in life but as far as particulars you said there's a lot of options within your ira give us the options that we have yeah sure there and that's uh, again you're very much like a lot of people you, I, you have money in ira but you're not sure what you're invested in or what you mm. should be invested in what i think most people would agree on you have to have your money invested somewhere putting it in a bank and a cd getting one percent is not a good long-term solution so mm. your options for investing stocks bonds mutual funds most people are familiar with those in fact that's where most people have their ira funds invested it's you know in those types of traditional uh, investment platforms what we allow for Advanta is to actually use your IRA to invest in rental property, uh, buy a house to rehab. Uh, you can lend money from your IRA to somebody else. You can invest in somebody's startup company. So there's a lot of different options. The IRS will allow you to invest in a lot of different things. You just have to have the right custodian to do so. And a brokerage firm or a bank is not going to allow for you to buy a rental property with your IRA because it doesn't fit their business model. But that's exactly what we do. You go out and find the property, we help you get it purchased in the name of the IRA, and we then do all the record keeping associated with you buying that property. So for instance, I have, say I have an IRA, I'm just gonna give you, you know, hypothetical. Say I have a half a million dollars in an IRA, and I have a business, and I have a building, and I wanna purchase that building. We can flop it into purchasing the building? That is one restriction you can't do. Uh, but you, We yeah, can't do it. You can't do your building that you already own or that you want to use. It's got to okay. be strictly like a third party. But if you found another building next door that you said, hey, I could buy that, mm -hmm. I can rent that to other parties who aren't related to me, they'll pay me rent, that rent actually goes back into your IRA account. So instead of building your IRA through mutual fund dividends, mm -hmm. you're actually putting that rental income back inside your IRA. Wow, you see how many things we're learning here? Yep. We're learning a lot of things here, that's for sure. Now, I mean, for, for an, AC, an AC company, um, when you talk about AC companies, there's a lot of them out there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them out there. I hear a lot of them advertising. I mean, how do you stay up with the Joneses in, in, in Florida? Uh, well, our business model has done, we've, we've done a little bit of advertising, but a lot of our business has come word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've be believed that you take good care of your clients and they're going to take care of you. And sure. that, that has been our motto from the beginning. Uh, and it has really paid off. Uh, we, we probably get 80, 90% of our business through word of mouth. Now, we have grown to the point now that we do have to do a little more advertising. Sure. Um, as you get bigger, you do. Um, but yes, you're right. There are four to 500 air conditioning companies. Four in. to 500. Yes. And okay. probably growing every day, I would think. Yeah. Now, the large part of those will start up and go out of business within a short period that of time. That makes sense. You know, but yes, yeah. there are a lot of air conditioning. Like restaurants. There. Yeah. a lot of restaurants that open and close and there are probably as many that are coming in as going out and just, you know, at the same same rate, that's for sure. Now, how, how many people uh, in this community, Scott, do what you do? Four to 500 or 10,000? More like one or two. As, really? far, as far as as far as the self-directed aspect, you okay. know, they're buying real estate and, and the private mortgages. Certainly, there are a lot of firms that do IRA administration, like a Schwab or Fidelity, Ameritrade, mm -hmm. goes on and on. But what we specialize in, very few people in our area do, and that's one thing that we're kind of a very specialized niche market. I mean, less than I think it's less than five percent of all IRAs, retirement funds, are even in self-directed accounts. 
like what we administer, people buying those alternative assets that aren't readily available uh-huh. on, the, on the stock market. So very, very niche industry. But for our clients, I mean, they obviously love what we do because it allows them to get a lot more control sure. over what they're doing in their IRA. So like I said, I have an IRA. Uh, what's the criteria that you're looking for? What's different with the people? That we, you're, not, you're not looking for everybody with an IRA. What's the criteria you're looking for? Uh, well, in, in one sense, we are looking for anyone with an IRA, but specifically the people who choose to work with us are usually entrepreneurs. Mm. Uh, they're individuals who are looking for something different. Um, they're you know they're scared of the stock market to some extent. Um, and they're looking to diversify. So it, it's you know it takes a little bit of a different mind at times. And people who, a natural fit, obviously, anybody who invests in real estate, Using an IRA to invest in real estate is just using a different bag of money. So that's an easy fit. But for a lot of people, again, it's also, uh, we work with a lot of doctors or attorneys who are looking for that sexy investment to invest their IRA into a private startup company that's going to take off. And they're going to get all that benefit back inside their IRA. So we, it, our general client is can be quite diverse. But a lot of people, again, it's that different kind of mindset of, of what they're looking to do and, and be a little more active in their investing. Should people be scared of the stock market right now? I think so. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're not advisors, but I mean, I think anytime something goes too high or too low, it's mm. that, that's an, ad, an advantage or an opportunity for you. So, I mean, our, I mean, I can tell you, our clients are scared of the stock market. Well, everything corrects itself. It all seems exactly. that way. I mean, it doesn't matter who who is you know the who the president is, and you know if it's a Republican or Democrat. If you look at it, it always goes up and comes back down. It all eventually always goes up. Okay, and that's why everybody wants to give blame and uh, and give credit to whoever's in office. Uh, whoever's in office is going to have the highest the stock market's ever been. Period. That's just the way it goes. It's never it's never come down. It's going to continually go up, but it's all timing. If you jump into the stock market right now, <laughs> it doesn't mean you're going to make any more money than if you would have jumped into it in 1970. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that's an excellent point. I think again, what illustrates what our clients think is, yeah, depending on when you jump in the stock market, stock market averages seven, eight percent a year. That's an average. Depends it's on when average. you jump in. Yeah, our clients go buy that house in their neighborhood, rent it. They get a consistent eight to ten percent return on rental income, mm-hmm. and they're not worried about. What's going on in the Middle East? What's going on in Russia affecting their stock market value? It's what's going on in their neighborhood that affects their home price and the rental rates. No doubt. Now, AC company, and we said that earlier, AC is kind of like roofs to where nobody really wants to replace their AC because it doesn't really add to the value of their house. Right. You know, so uh, what what do you guys do at the AC guy of Tampa Bay uh, when people are pricing ACs out? Uh, do you guys have specific systems that you guys use? I mean, is, all the companies use pretty much the, the, the same materials and, and the same systems? Uh, well, there there are a number of different brands, mm-hmm. you know, of systems that are available. Um, if we were having this conversation twenty years ago, I would have told you, oh, yeah, you got to stay with this brand mm-hmm. or this brand. Or um, today, in all honesty, there are about a half dozen manufacturers, um, and uh, they all use the same parts, pretty much. Brand, I think, has kind of gone away. Um, you yeah. know, the, the bigger deal now is the warranty that they're going to provide, yeah. whatever the brand's going to provide. Uh, and the um, uh, you know the warranty that the company is going to provide that's mm-hmm. putting it in for you you know the the bigger deal is going to be what you know what is the company that's installing it and are they going to do the job right that's going to have a bigger impact on what kind of product you're going to get rather than 
that specific brand. Obviously. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk to Greg and Scott. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Voices for Children and the Guardian Metalitum system, which I was involved with a little bit. And we'll talk about filtration and warranties and everything we can find out about IRAs and air conditioning. So don't go anywhere. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhines. We'll be right back on the other end. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rhymes. Big ups to Ben Schachter from uh, TotalBrokerage.com. If you want to hit him up as far as realtors go, uh, sounds like a good situation with networking and getting into the right circle. So you want to take advantage of that. TotalBrokerage.com. Now, uh, we're talking to Scott Maurer here from Advanta IRA. Uh, we have some things in common. I used to be on the uh, board for Voices for Children, which is a, a guardian at Lighten program. Um, now, you said you are a guardian? I am a guardian. I've been one for four years now. Now, how fulfilling! Talk to talk to me a little bit about that. What that entails. My wife's a guardian, so I know a little bit about it. But let other people know what that entails. Exactly. Sure. It's for people who are unfamiliar what a guardian ad litem is. It's it's a person to volunteer. It's a completely volunteer uh, job, I guess, so to speak, where you give a voice to children who are uh, find themselves in the court system for a variety of reasons. Most common reason. Uh, children, a lot of times when the Department of Children and Families comes in, they remove a child from a home where a parent's abusing drugs or is, is just neglecting the child. Uh, the parent has to go through the, through a court system and, and do a number of case plans and tasks. And the Guardian Ad Litem program was really started to make sure that somebody was focused on the child. Mm -hmm. um, the court system is so focused on what the parents are doing. Are the parents working? Are the parents you know, completing their parenting courses, doing what they need to do? The guardian ad litem system gives a voice to the actual child, make sure that the, there is a focus. Is the child, is the child getting their needs met? Uh, what's the, in the best interest of the, of the child? So a guardian ad litem is a volunteer, uh, meet with the, chi the child, or in this case, in my current case, I actually have two, uh, two twins, and, and so I'm meeting with both children, but you meet with them for an hour, hour and a half uh, a month. Uh, you do a report to the court, and you go to various court hearings once or twice a month, sometimes depending on how often. Um, but again, just to make sure that the child is being represented in the court system again, so that that doesn't get lost. How tough is it that to deal with the the parents? Because uh, my wife had some issues with parents because uh, it's almost like you're spying on them. Like what relationship do you have with the parents? Yeah, I was I was actually spoiled. I think in my first case because the mother was very open. Uh, and, and nice and friendly and would talk to me and give me all kinds of information that it was helpful for me to, to evaluate the child. So I was a little spoiled there because in, in my last couple of cases, it's been a little bit different where they are. They think either, are you spying on me? Are you reporting mm -hmm. on me? And, and we are bound to some extent to report certain things that we see or hear. Um, but again, I've, I've always maintained at the outset when the first time I talk to a parent, I am here for the best interest of your child, which hopefully you have their, no your doubt. child's best interest in as well. So I'm not trying to, I'm not an advocate against you. I don't work for the court system. Uh, you know, I'm not an employee. I'm not in law enforcement. 
Um, but yeah, you do get that a little bit, I think, where they're worried about exactly who are you and what are you doing. Well, it's, that's you're doing good things in, in the community. That's that's important. That's, yes. that's very, very important. That's for sure. Now, Greg, for you, when we're talking about um, new AC systems, you brought something up as far as warranties go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Is there an average length of warranty? Do you give people choices of warranties? How does that work exactly? Uh, Well, there's a couple of different things. Warranties are usually manufacturer provided um, and they have gotten better. Um, When I first started in this industry, typical warranty was maybe five years on the compressor, one year all other parts. Um, Pretty much across the board today, 10 years on all parts. Um, Now, a lot of your brands now are actually starting to throw in labor warranties as well. Um, And uh, you can get 10-year parts and labor now on a lot of systems. Some even 12-year parts and labor. And some are actually including lifetime compressor warranties now. So warranties have come up, uh, definitely. The second part of that equation is the guarantees. That's the company that's putting it in. Uh, What are they offering you? How are they going to stand behind the product that they put in? It's great if you get a a product with a 10-year warranty on mm-hmm. it, but um, if the warranty has conditions that weren't met by the installing contractor, um, you might not have a warranty. So the, what what kind of guarantees are, are there from the installing contractor? That's the other uh, side of the equation to consider. Now, I was just talking to some friends the other day about technology and, uh, you know, equipment in general. You know, for instance, a television. Like I have a plasma screen that's on my wall that I've had for 12 to 15 years maybe I paid ten thousand dollars for that thing right now you can get a television for three hundred dollars right but they don't they don't make things like they used to correct do you find they're making compressors better than they used to because it sounds like the warranties are getting better the warrant the interesting side of it is the warranties are getting better but I don't think the quality is better <laughs> yeah the, okay. quali- the quality was better years ago definitely and when I started in this industry a typical air conditioner 15 20 25 30 years was the you know typical life I pulled one out one time that was 49 years old um, an air conditioner that's 49 years old it was 49 years old and not replaced it had not been replaced in 49 How's years that possible yeah. well it hadn't been running for about five years so okay. it was really only like 44 years old but yeah it that's was <laughs> you can't even consider that today. No, it won't no happen. Way. You know, average life of a system today is 10 to 12 years. Um, so now the, the other thing, you know, with most of your manufacturer's warranties that they're providing is it's to the original homeowner. So mm-hmm. if the home gets sold, the manufacturer warranty kind of goes away. They're, they're kind of counting on that, I think, uh, when they're when they're offering that today. But definitely, you know products don't last like no not even close you just can't make things the same nothing furniture like i you know you go i go to a furniture store now i look at some new furniture and it's all wobbly the other day i went to goodwill and i looked at this table i spent 140 dollars on a table and six chairs and you couldn't break this table with a sledgehammer right and it just was the top of it just was needed some painting and i'm thinking they just don't make things like they used to anymore. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Now, um, you know, Scott, when we talk about IRA, once again, thinking that we're all ignorant out there, and it's not really, that's not calling us ignorant. We're all ignorant with the uh, with IRAs. So people that have IRAs, what's the first thing they should go home and check on? I think it's good. one thing to go back and look and see what you're invested in. I think if you have to ask the average person, what are you even invested in, they would have no clue. I don't. Uh, you know, or I'm invested in mutual mm-hmm. funds. Okay, well, what type of mutual yeah, funds? Exactly, is, yeah. is, is it the right investment for you? What are you getting on it? What's your return on an annual basis? Um, you know, and, and obviously then I think with the, the further question once you answer that is what is your long-term goal? 
you know, what, what do you want to have? Do you want to have more control? Mm-hmm. Um, people, I mean, if you do let your account just sit for a while, I mean, sometimes you, like you said, you, depending on when you enter and leave the market, you can end up okay. Uh, but if you want to take more control, and again, that's, again, the aspect, I think of the common thread for a lot of our clients is they're, they're, they're taking a more active approach to their IRA and saying, I want to be in control. And yes, I have this amount now, but I know that I'm going to need more to retire. Sure. Um, you know, I, I'm going to need more than that. What I'm going, what I'm doing now isn't getting me there. Uh, what other avenues do I have? Um, you know, I was talking to Greg actually during the break and you know, mentioned, you know, he's potentially looking at flipping houses or doing things in their IRA. And that's something that a lot of people think of, but they don't think that they have the money to do mm-hmm. it. But people have money sitting in an IRA or an old 401k. That can be the capital you need to get started. Now, so you kind of answered the question a little bit, but um, a lot of it has to be situational to where what are you looking for in your world? How aggressive do you want to be? Where do you want to be? You know, the whole thing with retiring, I don't know about you, and I don't know everybody listening out there. I don't know how much dang money you think you're going to need to have when you retire, but I used to have a lot of money, and it's all gone. So if you think that you're going to have whatever the amount of money is, and you're just going to stop and retire and live for 20 years, I hope you think that number is big. Yeah, and I think we've at least dispelled the notion that everybody thinks that I'll have Social Security. <laughs> yeah. So does anybody uh, have that number intact in to what number? And everybody lives differently, obviously. But say you retire. People used to talk about retiring at 60, you know. If you live to 80, does anybody have that number in mind, what you would need to live comfortably till you're 80? There are a number of calculators out there on the Internet. You can kind of put in what your salary is now, what you're earning now, what you th- if you want to live the same way now that in your, in your retirement years. Is that even is that even but, a possible equation right now in this day and age? Well, it's, it's a prediction at best of saying what you might need. Uh, well, but I think to your point, when your question, when the point you brought up, if you think about people think about Social Security, when Social Security started, people weren't living to 75, 76 mm-hmm. years old. They were dying in the early 60s. Social Security kicked in at 65. Mm-hmm. It was an insurance program. And I think more more people are getting caught up in the day, oh, I'll retire when I'm 60. Well, if that's the mindset of the, uh, from the 50s and 60s when people were, were not living past mm-hmm. 70, 75 years old. Now that you're, people are living longer, you're going to need more. You're going to need long-term health care insurance. You're going to need more money for your medical bills, things like that. And I think that's just... I, there are calculators out there, but like you said, it's hard to get an exact number or a general figure of what you're going to need. I think it's actually impossible because I know people that make $15 an hour that live check to check. I know people that make $150,000 a year that live check to check. Yep. So so you're making $150,000 a year, you live in check to check. How much money are you going to need to save and accumulate? You're living check to check. Yeah. You know, And just when you want to save some money... Your air conditioning breaks down. <laughs> then you got to How much is the how much is the average unit right now for let's say one unit? What's the average unit cost right now to replace? It really varies uh, depending on a lot of factors, but mm-hmm. you can spend on the low end a few thousand mm-hmm. up to mid teens. Mid teens, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like the last that's time, for a high end. System. Yeah, the last time I did, I think I went. 10 10,000 okay. yeah and yeah. it hurts oh yeah it yeah. hurts it hurts a lot yeah you know and yeah, it's, nobody's usually prepared for that we've got a lot of great financing options to deal mm-hmm. with that because you know nobody's ready to put out that kind of money um mm-hmm. when that when that comes around so yeah absolutely um, not i'm not ready to it's like when the property taxes come around nobody's ever ready for that never <laughs> never ready for that all right we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back and talk to scott and greg a little bit more about iras air conditioning and maybe pick their brains a little bit and free 
freestyle a little bit as well. Don't go anywhere. anywhere. Ian Beckles filling in for Brandon Rimes. This is a consumer quarterback show. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rimes, and you're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Okay, welcome back. Ian Beckles sitting in for Mr. Brandon Rimes, a consumer quarterback show. Uh, he'll be back with you guys next week, that's for sure. He's in California. Uh, it's a little sabbatical doing his uh, business as he normally does. But like I said, he'll be right back with you. And hopefully Brandon has invested in his IRA and knows which way to go. Uh, do you work with Brandon at all? Yeah, we've worked with, uh, obviously he's a realtor. And so we work with a lot of realtors too. I think we've worked with some of his clients as well who... Again, you find a property for investment, that's a place to look is in your IRA for the cash. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for people with disposable income? Is that the, the normal person that you're looking for? Not always. Because, I mean, again, people would think IRAs, you think of certain, you might have a certain image in your head of a, you know, a more affluent people. It's not necessarily that. We have people who work for a company number of years or it could be the the janitor at the school works at the school board for 40 sure. years builds up a nice little nest egg there we be shocked so, sometimes yeah. sometimes that oh, janitor has yeah. been saving up a lot of money and he sometimes he has more than the cat that lives in that you know that bougie neighborhood that's that has a big boat in his backyard you'd be shocked sometimes yeah the guy who's still living paycheck to paycheck and mm -hmm. is pulling all that money and yeah absolutely so the people who are working with us again the common thread is a, they come across or they come somebody comes across an investment opportunity uh, we had a number of clients a couple of years ago. There was a private insurance company that was looking to raise capital, uh, bring in new shareholders, and people saw an opportunity and said, hey, insurance companies, they didn't tend to do well. They make lots of money for their shareholders. But it was a private stock, so you sure. couldn't buy it on, on E-Trade. So they used their IRA with us to actually purchase that private stock, and I think all of them did very well when that stock finally did go public. Uh, Greg Bowman here from the AC Guy of Tampa Bay. Uh, talk to us a little bit about filtration. Okay, so I have an office and I have all these different vents all over the place, and you, you're supposed to replace them on an average, you know, on a consistent basis. How important is all that filtration? Is, is to, we're talking about to the the efficiency of the AC unit? Yeah, it's it's very important, um, and it, it's a very cons uh, uh, confusing issue for most consumers when they go to you know Home Depot or Lowe's or the grocery store mm -hmm. wherever they're going to buy filters at there are dozens of options of what you can put in uh, now we're particularly talking about those one inch filters there are some other options out there but particularly in the one inch filters which most homeowners have in the grills like you're talking about um, you can find filters from a few dollars to 30 or 40 dollars a piece and the marketing on those filters tends to make you believe that, hey, if I buy that you know, $30 filter, it's gonna make things better. Mm -hmm. um, you gotta use a little caution there. Um, the, the $30 filter is great if your system can handle it. The problem is most of those filters add a lot of uh, drop, pressure drop to the system mm -hmm. and can actually cause the air conditioner to work less efficiently, actually can cause damage to the system. So. Um, my personal recommendation is an eight to ten dollar filter, mm -hmm. unless you've talked to a, a pro and somebody who's looked at your system and says, "Yes, your system can handle a more restrictive filter." But don't don't overspend on on the filters you're putting in. So an expensive filter 
mm-hmm. can mess up your system. Correct. The the yeah, I know. That's yeah, not know. that's not good. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> it's you know the the marketing is to sell you that that filter that's real good at removing dust and and everything like that. But the way it gets real good at removing dust is it restricts the airflow through smaller and smaller holes in that filter. Um, if your system is designed to handle that, no problem. Mm-hmm. You can use a filter like that. But unfortunately, probably three out of four homes in Florida systems are not designed to handle that kind of filter. So you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, buy that kind of filter, stick mm-hmm. it in your system, you'll actually probably see your energy bills climb and can actually damage damage your system. So uh, you know, I wouldn't I would recommend staying away from that until you've talked to a technician and somebody who's looked at your system and says, yes, you can put a high end filter in. Or, what or that's not. backwards. That's like yeah. a that's like a Rolex making your, your wrist green. <laughs> you know, my wrist got yeah. green by a Rolex watch doesn't yeah. make any darn sense. Yeah. Now Scott, uh, as far as IRAs go, um, if you look at the average person out there, what do you think is the most common mistake people make with, with IRAs? Common mistake is burying their head in the sand to an extent. I think okay. if people just think, hey, or I have money in there, I have just I must being have ignorant, enough. playing ignorant. I think so. I, I really think do. I'm doing that. I think I'm doing. That. <laughs> well, I'm doing that as we speak. Well, yes. You're making the mistake again. You're making the mistake that yeah. you know seventy percent of America is making again, which mm-hmm. is just be a little more active. Whether whether you're going to self direct and buy real estate through us, or at least you're going to talk to your financial advisor mm-hmm. and look more into the mutual funds and stocks you're investing into. Just take that step, or, or you know, obviously, if you're paying someone to, to help you do that, obviously, hopefully, they're they're have your best interest at heart mm-hmm. too. So, if I call my guy up when we get off the air, I'm gonna say, hey, uh, you know, Scott told me to keep an eye on what I got invested in. Uh, what should I look for? I mean, because when he talks to me, what I'm invested in, it's not gonna mean anything to me. I, what what should I be looking for? I think we're asking a lot of time what what your annualized return is. Okay, you know what what, do you, what am I getting on an annual basis on the money that I've put in? You know, because obviously inflation is going to creep in at some point. It mm-hmm. has it has been fairly low the last few years. It's going to start creeping. So you want to know what your annualized return is. Where is your exposure? What happens? You know, what's going to happen to my portfolio if the market drops significantly? If there's a a ten or twenty percent reduction in the market that we saw less mm-hmm. than a decade ago, even even greater than that. What's going to happen to my portfolio? How am I protected? Okay. Those are all really, really good questions, that's for sure. Now, I have to ask you, Greg, uh, once again, the AC guy of Tampa Bay. Uh, January compared to July, mm-hmm. money-wise, how do you compare as an AC company? How does money differ? Because July, you got to be just slammed with people's ACs going down mm-hmm. and breaking down with all this heat because... We're breaking records this year. I'm just telling right. you because I don't know what's happening outside, but it feels like my skin's gonna bubble up. Right. It's so hot. Uh, right. And in January, uh, I think we had an okay winter. I mean, it's just it's very you know, comfortable. Right. Uh, what is your business like? Why, like comparatively from July to January? That's one of the things about the air conditioning business. It's very up and down. Uh, mm-hmm. This time of year, my guys are working 55, 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, they look forward yeah, to they January. Do. They love January when it slows down mm-hmm. and, and, you know, 35, 40 hours is their, okay. is their, is their typical thing. Um, yeah, definitely this time of year, we're really busy. Um, one of the, the, the side notes of that is if you're thinking about replacing an air conditioner, mm-hmm. we're hungry in January. It's a good time Understandable, to do it. Understandable, yeah. Know, plan ahead for it. Don't wait till July because nobody discounts in July to get an air conditioner, you know, sale. Um, but in January is when you're going to get your rebates from the manufacturers. It's when the contractor is going to kick in money to just keep mm-hmm. keep the guys working. So, um, yeah, definitely it's an up and down business. That's good advice because in July, 
the does do the numbers change in January and July? The, of the systems themselves, I mean, does that does that change the costs of the systems? Yes, no, that not, doesn't change. No, okay. now now some manufacturers will rebate money in the off season because mm -hmm. they want to see the sales, you know, even out too. Um, but you combine that with a contractor, you know, like our company will do it. We will when we slow down, we'll start discounting, sure. offering incentives to do it. Um, I look at it as, you know, if we don't have to make money on the job in January, if we can keep the guys working, keep the overhead covered. So, um, but in July, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're going to get our price because it's that time of year. Well, I tell you what, it's, you're, you're backwards for the rest of the, uh, the state because the rest of the state's dormant in July. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, restaurants and everybody's going up north and everybody's right. going to the beach and they're they're just not they're not in their homes, it seems like. Right. But if you're in your home, your AC is pumping, that's right. for sure. And even if you're not in your home, you can't turn your AC off. Right. You're not not because once being from Montreal, we didn't have AC. So when it got hot, we were hotter than everybody else. Right. There was no you gotta go in the basement and hide in the corner. Or else you're gonna just burn up, and same with the cars. Right. I can't imagine driving around with not with without AC in my car right now. Oh yeah, not in Florida. We'd all yeah. we'd all be dead out here, you know, <laughs> IRA or not, we'd all be exactly. dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if somebody wants to get in contact with you, uh, uh, Scott. How do they get in contact with you for, uh, for some information? Best way to reach me: you can reach me by phone at seven two seven five eight one nine eight five three. My direct extension is one one two three. You can also just go to our website, Advanta. IRA.com. A-D-V-A-N-T-A-I-R-A.com. How long has Havana been around? Around since 2004. There you go. They've definitely been established. How about yourself, Greg? Uh, best phone number to, to contact the office on is 727-286-3170. Um, you can also reach us on the web at acguyoftampa.com. Mm -hmm. Know the. That, that confuses some people. Yeah, yeah but, definitely. Um, it's <laughs> acguyoftampa.com. Uh, or if you want to email us, it's theacguyoftampa.com at gmail.com. Perfect. And how long have you guys been in existence? Uh, we established the business in 2009 uh, is when we when we kicked things off. When was it? When, when did the uh, stock market plummet? Was it five? Right before that, 08. Oh, 08. Uh, yeah, it was when it, and, and we were kind of getting the business together in 08, but we actually incorporated in 09, right, yeah. the, right in the, kind of in the bottom of it. Right in the bottom of it. Yeah. Uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? For an air conditioning business, it was a good thing, I believe. Okay. You know, got to have air, so. <laughs> yeah, everybody has to have their, that's absolutely. Not everybody has to have an IRA, though. They don't, but they should. Okay. Yep. Now, with this resurgence of our economy, business is good? Business is good, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think more people more people are buying real estate for one. Real estate's hot. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, this, again, the startup companies, people with new ideas, they're developing an app or developing some new technology or service. They're looking for capital. You can use somebody's IRA to help finance your business. A lot of, I live in South Tampa. It seems like nobody punches a clock in South Tampa. Everybody owns their own little company. You know right. what I mean? Yep. So that's that's what you're looking for. Yeah, there's there's ways to use your own IRA to even start your own business too. Beautiful. And for anybody who wants to get in contact with me, it's Ian Beckles. You can check me out on all social media, I-A-N-B-E-C-K-L-E-S. And uh, we're opening up a new place over there on uh, Gandhi and uh, and West Shore, which is going to be called Flavor of Tampa Bay. It's going to be a, uh, a market, and uh, maybe we can use you for an AC company, and we, when we start rolling in all the money, I could call you, and we can get an, a, a flavor of Tampa Bay our IRA going. Exactly. Or maybe flip my IRA to kind of do some things and you know do some productive stuff. We're just all about making money. That's it. Well, I tell you guys, Scott and Greg, I appreciate you guys. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Uh, thanks to uh, Ben Schachter over there from uh, Total 
brokerage.com. You want to hit him up as well. And thank you for Brandon for giving me the opportunity to sit in this uh, seat once again. Social media at Ian Beckles, Dignitary Life, and Flavor of Tampa Bay as well. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. You've been listening to the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at consumerqb.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz. Are you a real estate agent looking to take your business to the next level and supercharge your marketing? Hi, I'm Brandon Rimes, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and host of the Real Estate Quarterback Show, syndicated radio and TV show talk program on iHeartRadio, 1025 The Bone, daily 5 o'clock drive time on 1380 The Biz, and our TV show is on WeBeam TV. We're looking for real estate agents that want to join our team and supercharge their marketing, utilizing some of our innovative strategies. We utilize the Real Geeks platform, Facebook marketing, internet marketing, and a lot of the traditional methods as well. Postcard mailers mailed for you. Postage, signage, business cards, all paid for by the company. Aggressive real estate splits and ways to help you win in any marketplace. We need you to go out, take applications, and work our plethora of leads that we're generating on a daily basis. Reach out by clicking the form below and we'd love to have a confidential interview with you.